Hi, this is Amy. And this is Layla. And we are so excited to bring to you guys this cool new opportunity for our course. So if you are interested in developing your psychic abilities, if you've heard the term clairvoyance, clairsentience, and you kind of understand what it means, but you're a little confused of how it actually shows up and then how to actually work with it. Well, me and Amy have created this online live course starting September 20th that's going to help guide and lead you through your psychic gifts so that all of the confusion and wondering if you're doing it right can be settled and any questions you have, you're going to be able to work on them live with Amy and me and with the other students. We're going to include practice time. So it's a wonderful opportunity to deep dive into your psychic abilities. Yes. And this will support you for your own intuitive conversations with spirit. It will support you if you're working or want to work in this field of sharing messages with others. And also like for myself, it just helps me to feel a sense of safety and peace to understand what's happening with the clear senses when I'm getting a message how is that coming through? We're really excited to share this opportunity with you. We're here as two seasoned psychic intuitives. So if you're interested in more information, or if you're ready to just sign up today, (laughs) hit the link in the bio. We're so excited and we can't wait to meet you. Welcome to In The Flow with your hosts, Amy and Layla, where we dive into all things intuition, spirituality, and the behind the scenes of two intuitive channels. Okay, I'm just taking a breather. I'm just taking a little breath here. <laughs> it's It's been something else. I I think I remember why I don't like to travel so much because it's really challenging for me to transition from one energy to the next, especially like when I'm in family groups or when I was back home, I did okay until the very last day. And, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, my cousin told me, she was like, Hey, look at this podcast. It's all about Mormons that are leaving the church. Basically it's, well, it's all about, I mean, that's what it boils down to, but what it really is, they're talking, they're interviewing people. They're talking about the doctrine of the church and stuff that we were shielded from, but are factual historical. And so they call it anti-Mormonism. And there was over, I think, I think this podcast has over 2000 episodes and the, um, the Mormon church is being sued right now, or they're going to court with the SEC. And so it's like all in the news. I had not heard anything about it. Oh, so I got, yeah, I got like pulled into it. Well, what's interesting is I watched the real housewives of Salt Lake city and it's like all Mormons Mm -hmm. and like them leaving the church and like the whole thing that happened, like all their like legal battles with the church, like how much control the church has in Mormonism. It's like kind of crazy. 
Yeah. It's so crazy because I just, I stepped away and I lived outside of it. They call it the bubble. I lived outside of the state. I lived outside of the cultural bubble and I left. And when I did, I had to just write a letter. I don't even think I had it notarized. Um, although they called my husband to make sure he was okay with it. So yeah, I heard <laughs> that they do that. Housewives. <laughs> oh my gosh. He was like, he called me from work. He's like, are you kidding me? I'm like, what? Cause they called him at work. I'm like, this is weird. Um, but now what I heard is you have to get a lawyer and it's really in, in depth and just next level. Um, so it's, it's quite a mess, but so I was okay. And then I went to like, there's so many layers to heal and becoming comfortable being back in that environment. And every time I go back, it gets better and better. Um, so it was a beautiful experience until I then by my own doing got back into that energy, even though I was looking at it from an outsider, I felt I could still feel it around. I had to do like a mental clearing for two days where I just kept thinking about it. like, it would just pop into my head. And, yeah. um, at the airport was missionaries everywhere. Like they take over the airport. So that was another observation. Oh my gosh. Yeah. They, they were calling on the, um, intercom, you know, parents or families, please move out of the way for passengers to get through. If you're meeting your missionary, go to the greeting area. Um, it was something else. And then I sat by a young female missionary on the plane home. I don't know her story, but it was very shocking to me. She, um, I felt like maybe she was scared to fly, which I get, but she wouldn't talk to me or the flight attendant or anybody. Like I could tell she was just reserved. And plus I ordered a coffee and that's a big no, no. So, (laughs) (laughs) and I was wearing shorts and a tank top. So that's a no, no. Um, that she just like looked at the back of the chair the whole time watching where we were on the map. She didn't listen to music or watch a video every now and then she like glance over at my movie and then quickly move her eyes back. So I could tell that she was very trying to stay like within the rules of it all. Um, but it w- she was scared, I think of like the world or whatever. So, yeah. and, and that was, I was like, okay, it's not you know, I don't want to make her more uncomfortable. So I'm just going to let her have her space. I'm not going to try and <laughs> talk to her. Um, and not that I would talk about any of religion, you know, you could just talk about the weather. <laughs> but, right? Yeah. So it just took me a minute to get home. Um, and just adjust. Yeah. And just to detox from it and get in my own energy too. Cause then I felt like I wasn't on a schedule, which is a good feeling it has not happened for a long time. <laughs> oh yeah. I can imagine you, cause you are so scheduled all the time. Yeah. At least I have stuff on my checklist for the day. Yes. But, um, yeah. So how, how have you been? (laughs) So I've been really great. I just been, you know, this weekend, I really took some time just to like go within and have a little time and really just kind of like work on my house and, you know, um, Sometimes I feel like there's so much doing, 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 and I can get caught up in that. And so it was nice just to go like, I'm not going to think about work at all. I'm just going to focus on like being right here. That actually felt really good. Um, So I'm feeling a little more balanced in a way. So I feel good. I feel good. I feel like it was 
like a reset. It was something I'm not usually able to do is to kind of hold that separation mm-hmm. real well. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. I, I love that you say that. Cause I was, you know, I was feeling that too in my own way. And what came through when you were sharing is the importance that sometimes, and I know for us, it's a little different because this also is, you know, our, our calling or our work, our life purpose, or what we're doing now, right. For financial means too. And just what we do. Um, but what I was hearing is sometimes we get too caught up, meaning humans in general and focusing on the spirituality, you know, quote the buzzwords, all the spirituality stuff that we then forget to embody it and integrate it and live presently in the day. And I had that same feeling where I was like, oh my gosh, um, in a different perspective, like, so let's say it was embodying it. So being aware of it, but not letting it be at the forefront of my mind where yes, oh my goodness, I need to do laundry and my cousin is calling me and, um, I'm going to run to the store today. You know, it's like normally before that I would be again on my checklist of how can I show up to help people? What message is coming through today? You know, what class or, or so wise LA, what are our topics? Let's pop on the forum. And so it was nice to just step back for a minute. And actually I left my cell phone at home yesterday when we went out and it was the first time ever that I quote accidentally did that, but I think it was meant to be. And it just highlighted that, okay, I'm going to be living more presently today in the earth reality outside of being online or being distracted with, um, things that aren't like how I used to live (laughs) before we had technology. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I I think I did the same thing yesterday. I put my phone away and my husband was next to me and he was sending me stuff. And I was like, I don't have my phone and I don't even want it. So there must be something there that's really like calling us to just be so much more present and in the moment. And it can be so difficult. And I think what happens is there's a little bit of this belief that if I'm not constantly thinking about this side, you know, like, Mm -hmm. even if you're talking about like spirituality or like, I'm talking about intuition or, you know, connecting with people, there's this feeling of like, if that's not always ingrained into my life, then I'm, then I'm going to like miss something, but really it's like extremely spiritual just to be right in the present moment and not be worried about missing anything because you're going to receive everything you need. And I had so many like drops of like downloads just come through, but it wasn't like, oh, let me go do this. Let me go post this. It was like, okay, cool. Thank you. And just kept moving and really focused on being present in the moment without feeling like I have to take it and now go run with it. And it's really from this feeling of not feeling like the well's going to run dry, like Mm-hmm. allowing myself to receive and then not going, okay, like somebody's giving me a token to play the game. I need to go put it in the slot machine right now and see what my thing is. It's like, no, collect some of like, I'm seeing myself collect these tokens, collect these coins. And when I feel like, oh, this is right. Let me, now I got like 10 of them. I'm going to start like feeling into which one is really going to play the right hand for me and what feels good for me. But I think it's just like, and, and this is the thing, Amy, I don't know, because I know you really spent time with your kids when they were younger and taking care of them. And it felt like you said you had a pretty good balance 
for me, it kind of was like, I could feel like my home life was a distraction sometimes from what I was trying to achieve. And Mm -hmm. so it took me to really go, why am I even doing this? And you say, well, I'm doing it for me. I'm doing it for everyone else. I'm doing it for the family. But if you're not able to be present, then I mean, who cares in the end, how many people, I mean, you know what I mean? Like it's not going to reach people in the same way and feel gentle, uh, like true and authentic unless we can hold it for ourselves. And it's a journey because it's not easy to do. It's not easy to be in the flow, be present, and as well, take aligned action and understand what it means to balance that. Because I think for a lot of us, we're in such high highs and such low lows that we want to ride that high so fast. And like, we don't want to get off. So if you're feeling good, you're feeling aligned, you just want to stay in it. And you want to throw away anything that makes you feel low or back down to life. And sometimes that's negative feelings or emotions, but sometimes it's like, doing your chores and being okay <laughs> with it and like spending time with people, even if it doesn't eat, cause that's actually what like you're doing it for. It's what makes you feel good. But there's this feeling of if I'm not hustling, you know, and this doesn't mean just in like the spiritual practices, I felt like this all the time, regardless of what position I was holding. It was like, how do I get to feeling better sooner? Um, And it felt like it had to be some outward expression of some outward push, but Mm -hmm. I'm loving this feeling of, and it's so interesting because I like put on this pink sweater today and I was feeling, I heard this thing in my head saying like, I, this is like my softness era, like where I'm moving into this softness of, I don't need my phone by me. I'm not going to miss anything. Like I'm not trying to prove myself to anyone. So why do I need to be on top of everything? So intensely like can I be here and be just in my presence and softness and allow myself to like really move with those ups and downs without feeling that fear yeah yes and there's so many layers to every facet of what you just shared I mean whoa girl (laughs) this is big (laughs) it really is it really is and um yeah my my children Oh, yeah. I think I was with them. I mean, I know I was with them a lot while they were younger. And then as they grew, um, I started working more and, you know, as they had other things that were keeping them entertained or events or, you know, they go with friends and stuff like this. So now it does give me more time. However, I, I think it's a personality thing where I get focused and I just stay in that frequency and that vibe. So I have to consciously make sure I stay a bit more regulated and slow down a little bit too. So I don't burn out, but you said something and, um, the picture I saw was, so so you said something that I think you said something about like rushing forward. Um, but the message I got when you were talking, so I'm not sure when it came in was two visions. One was a flashlight that had, um, a really refined, like a laser that was shooting straight forward, really fast track focus. Like it was all pulled into maybe a diameter of, you know, like let's say a quarter inch. And then what they showed me, cause I was like, Oh, I remember feeling that way. Like I would get all the information. I would feel so inspired. I was like, let's do it. Let's lightning speed ahead, you know, like light speed ahead. Let's just go. And then they show me like now what I'm being called to, and maybe you can relate to this is widening the aperture. So instead of 
taking all the energy forward into the future, broadening it. So now, cause I have this flashlight I can take in the backyard and you can adjust it so you can get a wide angle or just target zoom right in one little focal point. And they showed me wide angling it or opening it up so that it's a more, um, so it's a wider view. You can see on all sides of yourself but it feels like a warm, thick blanket that I'm holding space. And so they're saying, instead of like, um, going into the future, we shouldn't forget about like the present moment and what's happening right now and looking in all areas so we can hold it and we can, I feel like we're holding space. We're holding that energy right here with us. And it's a little bit, maybe a slower progression forward because we're bringing others with us. Like we're lighting up other things that we wouldn't, we wouldn't have seen because maybe for our spiritual path or wherever we are, maybe it's career-based or um, they're saying an idea is like, let's say you're going to go on vacation with your family and you already know your destination. You just want to like start planning it down to the date. Um, they're saying, hold on, what do we have to take care of now? And who else needs assistance getting their bags packed <laughs> or, you know, like their ideas in tow, what do they want to do with the future? So it's becoming more community focused and in that same space, we're being called to slow down for just a moment. And they just keep saying, it's not a race, like slow down and hold the energy and hold the space. And what it does for me is it kind of is a little mind like flips my mind a little bit because I'm not used to functioning in that way. So my nervous system has to be reset. I'm regulating it in a different way and it's uncomfortable. Like it's not my normal, <laughs> even though I know that technically it's good. It's okay. That's what I'm supposed to do. They've just been reminding me, slow down, Amy, look at the broader picture. Who are you supporting? If I am rushing so far to the finish line, I'm forgetting a lot about like why I'm here and the energy that's needed to support the now moment. Um, so when you said about like being pink and in the flow and more, you know, that softness, that's what it feels like to me is just this warm softness, like, okay, there's no race or rush. Um, and then what I do like about that is when I get a really loud message, it's like, okay, but this needs to jump to the beginning of my checklist. Right. So we will then be called to action and we'll feel it when it's like, okay, this is what's coming on board. You can take your time and flow with it, but we want to let you know, there's two things you really have to work on today or this week. So that's just kind of what I was getting. Does it make sense? I was trying to put it into words. <laughs> no, 100%. And what's so funny is that if you listen to this, we're going to be saying, this is what I was receiving. And so that's just like such a natural <laughs> talk <laughs> of, you know, anyone working intuitively or connecting into that kind of energy and flow. And so what I was hearing was like, you know, when you were talking about the pink and you were talking about the softness and just like allowing that time to really just have space so that when you do have something come through, you're like, oh yeah, this is the thing that's supposed to be up front. This is the one to two things I really need to work on is I saw all these like really bright colors, like all these neon lights flashing. And if everything that comes through us are these bright neon flashing lights, 
it's going to be like, well, which one's the real important one? Which like light do I pay attention to? And then I saw this really soft pink and there was all these soft colors just kind of flowing. But then there was one that was like really lighting up and it was like, okay, we can then be able to direct our focus a little better when we allow that softness and that relaxed energy. And then when it is something that we really need to, or really can put um, our attention on a little more um, focused, it, it, it makes sense. You're not having alarm bells 24 seven and then being confused by you didn't hear that alarm bell when you have 50 other ones going on. It doesn't have to be alarm bells, but I mean like chimes of your intuition, or it can be like, if you have like issues or struggle with anxiety, like you're always having these alarm bells go off. So when your intuition is like, Hey, Hey, look here, you're really not going to be able to discern or feel into what that is because where you're pushing in that go. And it's so hard. You know, what's interesting, Amy, is that a lot of times we think like the people who are always pushing, always hustling, like these are the people that a lot of people look up to and respect. And there is a quality of it that is needed in regards to like having determination and doing aligned action. But what's really difficult is to have that drive to do something big in this world, to share something so revolutionary, share your your energy, share what's worked for you, and then as well, sit back and allow it to really come to, like to have that surrender, to have that trust with aligned action, that is like incredibly powerful. And that is really the most difficult thing to do because we think I, if I'm not pushing, I'm going to be left behind and, or if I'm not pushing, then I'm not doing my mission. Or if I'm not pushing and always creating and always, you know, doing everything that comes through me, then, you know, will I ever feel like I've reached what I'm wanting to create? And so Mm -hmm. there is a discomfort that comes with surrender. There is a, necessary introspection that has to happen where we go, why does this make me so uncomfortable? Yeah. Why do I have to do that? Why do, why does being still make me so scared? Like that is so huge. Like I'm feeling the, the bigness of that (laughs) for so many people. And this, like we've said, this doesn't just like mean about spiritual things, like everything spiritual depends on what your perspective of spirituality is. It's everything in life. Like, why do we feel like we always have to push? And if we lean back, opportunities are going to miss us. And that's, that's, that's the big one. I feel like. Yeah. It's huge. It's huge. Like as you're talking about it, I am reviewing my process and having to calm my physical body. Cause it freaks my body out. It's like, no, 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 you're going to miss out. You're overlooking something. Mm -hmm. This isn't okay. And, you know, I got at least three things personally. So I think others can relate to this of where is this coming from? One is the DNA where my ancestors, you know, couldn't just relax because they had to farm the fields. And then that would mean they didn't have food for the winter. Um, then we have our social, upbringing like our community and educational system where it was always like okay study 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 you have a test you have a quiz you have to be prepared this assignment's due I don't think that as a child we got much time to just be at least I didn't in my upbringing in education um 
so that was ingrained from the beginning. And then you have the spiritual part of it. And this is something my guides are bringing in is like those who have a strong purpose and they're driven, they know why they are here in their heart. Maybe they don't understand the path or the details, but they feel that bigness. We feel it within. And so then we might say, oh my gosh, I'm here. I'm supposed to help. Why? What am I, you know, and then we start looking outside of ourselves even for the reason what we're here to do. And they say, if you could just calm, breathe and come into your body. And they're showing me that light now, instead of having it laser focused at the future, they're again, they're saying you're forgetting the now moment, like ground it in, emanate it out, make your body be the, um, the generator. And then that energy just float out to the sides because in the past we were looking more towards the future, but they're saying the future is here now. The energy is here now it's shifted and we're just re-regulating our nervous system and also our spiritual um, prowess is what they're saying. Our prowess, our awareness of what does that actually mean? And what's interesting is you mentioned this, they're saying it's quite a bit easier, but we're programmed to think it has to be hard when really it's just step back and be be love, be friendship, be compassionate, be, you know, be that energy of unity of peace, um, that the new, that they're, so those who want to think about new earth energy or 5d consciousness, they're saying the new earth is here. It's already here, but we're so caught up on looking for it <laughs> that we're not seeing it. <laughs> so I love that. And what I heard with that and what I was feeling come through is like what you were saying, like it's already here. It's an essence of being. And so I think a lot of us are always pushing because we're trying to almost prove our worth to ourselves. And we feel as though, let me create more, let me do more, let me keep pushing more. So that I feel that energy that what we, you know, new earth energy, heart centered energy, Christ consciousness, whatever it is, we're looking for joy. We're looking for love. We're looking for uh, this feeling of being like rooted deeply in something and feeling really safe. And so it's really this switch of understanding that we're our, we're, we're creator beings. We really create or co-create a good amount of our reality and your perspective is everything. And so when you're always pushing, uh, you know, you're not able to be in that. That's not that 5d energy. It's not a push system. It's not a hustle culture. It's an emanation like you're saying, but it's so hard for us because we go, Oh, I got to create, create, create. I got to do, do, do for people to show them how either good I am or loving I am or why they should, mm-hmm. you know, listen to me or anything. You know, we kind of do this as parents. We do it, you know, as children, we do it all over the place, but it's this unknowingly we're trying to create this, you know, utopia, but we're creating this like dystopia, this, this separation within ourselves because it can be really difficult to hold that frequency. And so we say we want 5D, but do you actually know what that <laughs> feels like? And can you actually hold that? Because when you're talking about that, that means we're really, we're in the surrender. And you know what's so beautiful that happens, Amy? And like, it felt like I was being supported and it was like, I felt like I was like 
I don't know. Have you ever seen like these movies where they have the oracles of like all these like goddess energy? And it was like, they aren't like doing, they're just like laying around a lounging <laughs> in, you know, like a, like a yeah. vision. And it kind of felt like that. Like, Hey, it's going to come to me and it's not going to be by me having to push. And so this could be, you know, jobs, it could be relationships. It can be, you know, uh, trying to do like learn a new thing, study a new thing. And there is amount of creating the, um, the foundation to be strong, but then it's like, okay, how can you pull back and like be eating grapes and chilling out and allowing the next thing Mm -hmm. to move to you? Because there's like, we're always creating these, like we have these thick foundations, but we are not allowing anything to be built on top of it because we're always trying to make ourselves like even more like, I don't know, I got to study more. I got to do more. I got to mm-hmm. be more. And it's like, okay, now, now let the garden grow on the seeds that you've planted so that you're not feeling like you always have to till up the land and create new stuff. And that's not growing yet. So now I got to create this and, oh. Yeah. It's something. And I, and I, yeah, my softness area, I, f- I feel like the world is calling for that as well. People are calling for that, for that softness. People are burnt out and it's like, how can we go to where we're kind of like having those lounging moments where we're eating some grapes, laugh and have a good time. And then allow the vision to just kind of like move through us. Like that's what I'm wanting for the rest of this year. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yes. It feels so good. It really does. And I was, um, I had the question in my head and then it's like, you answered it. It was so beautiful. My question was people that are doing and go, 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 go. What are you actually looking for? Like, would you recognize it when you found it? What is it that we're creating? And it was the ability to breathe, relax and receive and feel an alignment and know that when you get the messages and they drop in, you can feel it because you're not overstimulated oversaturated and, um, you know, like a squirrel having all these shiny things <laughs> for <laughs> yeah. your distraction away. And then you were, you were talking and I heard the message that I got a couple of weeks ago, which was breathe. And they keep saying, breathe, expand. And that's that softness versus contraction and rigidity. So it's like, breathe, expand, let it grow. Let those seeds grow, give space and time for the energy to come through and show itself like what is wanting to be birthed because that the space, like you've mentioned is different. It feels different. I think it's that it's going to be that way for everybody. And it's just honoring the process and understanding it. And even our conversation right now, I can feel my physical body settling a little bit. I didn't know uh, that it was still, like when we talked about this, when we brought it up, it started fluttering. Like my nervous system was like, Oh, hold on. My ego or nervous system or something is like, wait a minute. (laughs) Is this a dangerous thought? Like, is it okay? I mean, I still am going through those little layers of deep programming and, and calming myself and regulating and be like, no, it is okay. So I think if anybody's having a challenge with, well, what does that look like? And they're they're showing making lists, which I like to make lists because that helps me to feel that I'm not missing things. So I was saying, make a list of what does that look like? Or in meditation, feel into the energy. What is the end result that you're so focused on? What does that feel like or look like? What is the energy like? And then just be it right now. I don't think we have to 
search or push so hard into the future when the opportunities are here. And now it's just about receiving, like working with it in a different way. Um, and yeah, that can be hard. That can be hard because we're not used to it, no, <laughs> but it's it, possible. <laughs> yes. And it comes with practice. It comes with, you know, having a space where you feel safe to do that in, or you have some mm. guidance in, especially if you're really new to this, or, you know, you've been really, your nervous system has really like been in overdrive for so long and you really need some emotional and nervous system regulation and learning how to calm into the body. Um, that can be difficult to do when we haven't been taught how to do that. And so I love the examples that you gave. And what's so interesting is a lot of times we think we want certain things. We think we want this many followers. We want this job promotion. We want this relationship, this car, this house, this money. We think we want this, but really what we're really wanting is to feel freedom, to feel joy, to feel love. And we think that these things, because we have either been taught that or seen it or, you know, anything like that, that those things are, are what create that. And while money does create ease in a lot of ways, it doesn't create, or, you know, that new job, it doesn't create happiness. It doesn't create joy. It'll be there for a moment, but there has to be something underneath that deeper. And so is it really that you want to push and get that job that's going to take you more away from your family, require more time from you. And it, it validates your ego. It makes you feel like you're moving up. It makes you feel like you're doing right in the world, but then it's going to end up that you want to jump to another job because you're unhappy mm -hmm. with how you feel. And so, like you said, write down how you want to feel. What do you want to experience? Because it's not that I want to, I want to feel a new job. I want to feel free. I want to feel expansive. And so don't pigeonhole yourself into what that has to look like. And that's where that holding that space, either writing it down or going into meditation um, and just holding the energy of what you want to feel like, and then inviting the next step in aligned to that is going to give you that intuitive knowing where it's like, oh, in this softness, now I see this light that's a little shinier that's saying, hey, look here, when you're not like having a thousand disco balls thrown at your face all the time. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Oh my gosh. Absolutely. And it just reminds me of um our Soul Wise LA membership and what we're we're sharing with everyone and you know the support and tips and exercises. And our next topic, it, it just reminds me of it because it's our next topic, everyone, is working with intuition and heart space, which is like feeling the energy within and aligning with it. And how can we listen to our heart space? How can we listen? And if there's so much distraction or added pressure, it kind of blocks it. Uh, they were showing me that flashlight image again earlier when I said like breathe and expand versus contraction. And they showed if you contract too much and put too much pressure on yourself, the light can shut down, right? You can like put a crimp in it. Um, so it's also being able to find that happy space where we are tuned in, but we have, I want to say like a set boundary, you know, cause when I see this light in this flashlight, it reminds me of the light that we hold in our aura 
And so it's also a part of the self-care of knowing when have I given so much that I'm feeling depleted. And that's something we definitely talk about. And how do I realign and charge back up and keep the light flowing in a healthy way? And it can be mental energy that throws us off course. It can be physical fatigue. You know, it can be lack of boundaries with others' energy just invading our space. And so all of this just reminds me how it's all interconnected. Everything you're just talking about, I'm seeing this whole picture and each little piece to spiritual health, I would say, energetic health, conscious awareness plays a really important part in this experience. I don't even really want to say path forward because I feel like the energy is calling me, is calling us to be present right now. So I think it plays a very important part in the present day. How do we hold our energy and can we be okay? Really, can we be okay with just focusing on the day or this hour? That's hard for me. That's hard for me as a mom. It's hard for me as somebody who has a business. It's hard like when my husband travels and I'm like, oh, what do we have going on next week? Um, But when I surrender to that or put the brakes on and, and come back to the now moment, I actually can take a deep belly breath. You know, the energy that's held inside can release. I can feel peace with it. And I think that's really important. They're showing me the children and how they pick up on their parents and the regulation of nervous system um, and the importance of that. And if we're in high stress and we don't even vocalize it, they pick up on it. So we're also training um, in training those that live within our space to be able to feel like they have permission or this is normal or this is how we can live and it's okay. I don't know that I had that growing up, that, that, that it's okay or normal. <laughs> I love that. And uh, I feel that so much because I still have young children, you know, and the fact that you brought up the fact that they can really feel our energy and it's not just, they feel it, but it's imprinting and it's giving them a blueprint for this is what it's like to live as an adult. This is what it's like to be in this world. And we don't even know like how much we're giving to them when we think that we're being, there's times where I think I'm being really loving when I'm cooking a meal, but my energy is like not good. And I'm feeling like, oh, I'm stressed. I I need to do this. And I'm worried about this financially. And like financial stress is real. Mm -hmm. It is a real thing. But when we're not able to turn off and this comes from so many different, I mean, this is everything like we've been talking about ancestry. It's what we've learned. It's our nervous system. How, how like uh, dysregulated are we, you know, how worried are we, how much of hustle culture are we in? You can cook the best meal in the world, but your child, your children aren't going to see it that way. They're going to feel all these different things, you know? And I, what comes to my forefront is like the feeling of like being a burden or, you know, this is hard, you know, working is hard. Being an adult is hard. And, you know, my parents really don't have time for me. And so it's nothing that we're actually saying, but it's everything that we're showing and expressing. And so what I have found as I have kind of transitioned and shifted my life is 
I thought I was doing so much work, especially when I was working as a nurse um, and working those night shifts and doing all of that. Like I'm doing it all for you guys, but really if I was doing it all for them, it, it wouldn't, that energy I was sending out wasn't very supportive for them. It was, I'm exhausted and look what I have to do now. You know what I mean? And so that's hard. And that's why I sympathize so much with people who are sensitive to energy, who, and whether you are or not, or, you know, feel like you're an empath, feel like you have this ability to sense energy and you feel really dysregulated, especially as a parent. And you then deal with mom guilt, which every, or parent guilt, I don't know if dad guilt happens a lot. My husband doesn't necessarily feel (laughs) guilty. He's kind of, he's pretty balanced in that, especially for women with mom guilt of, I'm exhausted and I'm upset that I have to do all of this work and I have to go to work. And I also feel really horrible because I think that I'm giving my children this energy and this vibe that they can pick up on. And then you're like constantly torn between that, like, and really you're always sacrificing yourself. So you're swallowing your emotions and feelings, and then you're kind of lashing out at different times. And, you know, you're, you're the one who has to hold everything together. And it's that, and I, I'm sorry, I kind of went off on this, but in a way it's this martyr complex that we hold Mm -hmm. and we get stuck in it. And so what I have found by having this shift in, I, kept saying, okay, you know, spirit universe, I'm, I'm working 12 hour night shifts dealing with really hard deliveries. And I don't know any way in which I could be out of this nursing world or how I could work day shift. I, I didn't see an out for it. And so I just followed my intuitive tugs where I was like, okay, well, I'm going to take this course. Not because I was like, oh, I'm going to be intuitive. I'm going to be a Kashuk reader. And I'm going to do a podcast and a thing with Amy Sikarski. None of that was there. <laughs> right. Right. But I allow that intuitive pool of, I got to get regulated somehow because I can't keep living like this. And I can't deal with the fact that I know that I'm affecting my children in a way that doesn't feel positive And I can't live like that. It's it's too much. It's it's overwhelming. And I'm seeking something to make me feel better, but nothing really is last lasting. And so it was by following those intuitive nudges of I'm gonna take this, I'm gonna take this psychic course because I feel like I feel energy. Oh, okay, I do. And then just allowing that to continue to pull forward, continuing to expand, continuing to heal and learn more about myself and learn about awareness and learn about how it feels to be in my body because I didn't even know I was outside of my body. And I kept doing, I kept doing it, compounding it, that Mm -hmm. eventually it came to a point where I was like, okay, I feel like I have something to help people but I don't know how to transition out of this job that pays so well and I do so well in into something that's completely unknown. And so what happened was I want, I want to be different for myself so that I can emanate out a different energy for my children. So I can emanate out another energy for the world because I've kind of done a lot of work now, now on myself, like how do I then express it to the world in a way that's supportive And what happened is opportunities started coming my way to expose myself even more to things that I would never do because I'm such an introvert, but I'm an extrovert when it comes to things that I'm passionate about, which is helping other people like Mm -hmm. connect in with their inner knowing and connecting them to their soul. Like that was so powerful and transformative for me, Amy. And I feel like it is, it, it could be for so many other people. They just felt like they could relate to somebody. And what happened is I was able to then 
take the shifts and it happened slowly. And here I am working in this full time. And what I've noticed is I'm softer now. I'm softer in my house. I'm seeing my children react differently, not because I said, Hey, I'm better now. Like, Hey, I can, I, I, I don't mind, you know, being here in your presence and not feeling stressed or not feeling exhausted or not feeling irritable, but I shifted myself. And it's like, I, I am now really seeing a shift in how my children are. And I didn't realize how much, especially I'll say, especially women affect being the mom or however you um, identify as a mother. If it doesn't have to be a female figure the the mother figure of the house mm-hmm. affects the energy of everyone and it was kind of like well that's not fair sometimes it's like well that's not fair why am i got to be the one to like you know why can't i why do i have to be the one to keep it all together but it's more like when they can tell that you're safe within yourself and you're able to receive and be abundant and surrender and take aligned action. And they see that balance, it softens the whole family and allows people to really move into their authenticity in a completely different way. And so if it's not for, it's not for, you don't have to go do psychic readings. You don't have to go heal people's chakras. You don't, it's a lot of this work is so that you can become balanced and then you ripple out to your family and to the people around you, that same energy. It's a literal, I heard a get out of jail free card, but it's like, you're passing them a card of, Hey, this is how you do it. And just go around, collect, you know, don't stop, collect $200, keep going. It's like, you give them the, the pass to be able to do it just by being it yourself. And I didn't realize how much I needed that as a parent, that, Ability to feel like I'm not having to push to make these, my children happy or to make make me feel like they're safe. It's really just this ability to be in my softness plus in my creator energy and watching the ripple effect. That is the most powerful thing that I've now experienced. Mm -hmm. I know that was a lot, but. Oh no, it's so important. Yeah. It really is. And it's just, you know, I'm seeing so much with this. It's very, very important because our home is a space. It's a safe space, you know, for our children. And I remember them coming home from school and just being frazzled or, you know, especially like our daughter, because the friend groups and the cattiness and like all of that, I think the guys, obviously, you know, the boys have it too, but I felt like it affected her more. And so It was like, just to be able to come home and feel comfortable and relaxed and feel the loving presence and the mother, especially for myself, because I worked from home, I was holding that energy within that space all the time, or I was trying to, let's just say I was holding energy in the home. Now, what kind of energy, (laughs) you know, that's, that was my, um, that was my area. And so I wanted it to be relaxing and you know, I'm not going to pretend like it was all perfect because there were challenges, but you know, that I get what you're saying because it is important to be able to let them have that soft space, that landing ground. And as you were talking, I was just going back to my childhood and I was feeling like some of the mothers, the grandmothers, the women in the community, you could always feel or see the ones that the children would gravitate towards. And they had 
a peaceful calmness about them, a nurturing mothering energy. And then the other perspective I was looking at it and I was like, well, somehow they figured it out. Like they learned how to balance and manage because I'm sure they had struggles and challenges, but I just, as a child was not aware. And then you, like, I also remember some of the adults that I could tell had the challenges, you know, and the children would flow towards the ones where they felt peace and comfort. So when we talk about ourself and our self-care and our spiritual awareness, our energetic awareness, it is important. And I don't think we can say that enough that taking care of ourselves. I mean, I know at least in my world, this is known, but I feel like somebody probably needs to hear it again. I could have probably heard it 50 times um, that it's so important when we take care of ourselves, that ripple effect is being felt. And that's the foundation. That's where it starts. It really does. It starts within. And then I know in my, my, my awareness, it was within and it is within. And then it's like my immediate circle. What are those relationships like? And how do we hold the energy in our home? And then it just expands from there. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Yes. So, oh my gosh, thanks for popping on <laughs> for the in the flow. <laughs> I felt like so much came through today and it was just very, it was really therapeutic for myself. I hope that a lot of really beautiful information can support our listeners and we'll be doing more. So I want to encourage everybody to subscribe. If you wouldn't mind giving, you know, the five stars or thumbs up wherever you're listening to this episode. We so appreciate it. You can even share with a friend and we'll see you all again really soon on the next episode of in the flow podcast. Bye.